This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 82, Three Types of Leash Walking. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for being here today. I love that so many of you are enjoying the podcast, and if you are new, welcome as well. I'm very glad that you're here. My goal in doing this podcast is to provide tidbits of information to better your understanding of how to train your dog. So thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. It has been a while since I've talked about loose leash walking, and today I want to revisit it. I want to talk about when to start, how to begin, and the different types of walks that I take my dogs on. But first, many have asked me if we are hosting our Halloween costume contest again this year, so I wanted to let you know that yes, we are. We posted details today on our social media, so watch for that. Basically, we want you to post a picture of your dog dressed up, tag us, and use the hashtag Baxter's Halloween 2021 between October 21st and October 28th for a chance to win. Should be fun. We love seeing the fun that you have with your dogs and really enjoy seeing those photos. So send them in. Now for leash walking. Whenever I talk about this, there are always a lot of questions involved. I get it. It's a little more complicated than we might initially think. There's a lot to do and a lot of little techniques that can help as we go along this process, but it takes a little time to get that all mastered. So when you are done listening today, if you want more help with leash walking or any dog training topic, please check out our online puppy school. My team of trainers and I are happy to help you. Your membership never expires and you have access to our classes, our courses. We have learning modules for basic, intermediate, and advanced levels. We also have lots of videos and you can schedule one-on-one time with us as trainers so that we can see little video clips of you and your dog out on a leash walk and coach you through that. It's super helpful for us to see you doing it and we can help you virtually. It's been a really amazing experience running this business and seeing how we can impact your lives and the lives of your dogs for the better, hopefully, um, through this coaching process online. Now, back to leash walking. The first question I often get is when to start. A lot of people I know feel this immediate need or urge to go right out and start walking with their eight-week-old puppy. After all, right, you have a dog and that seems to kind of be the expectation, right? (laughs) I say, nope, there you go. I said it. You have my permission to not walk your brand new puppy (laughs) or a dog that you just got even. Um, You don't need to start right away. So why? One, These young puppies are not vaccinated yet, and we want to be really careful where they walk on public ground. Really avoid that until your dogs are fully vaccinated. They pick up disease through, you know, by touching it with their paws and then licking their paws, et cetera. So be really careful where you take a brand new puppy. And the the beauty of this is you don't need to take a brand new puppy out on a leash walk. So there it is. Number two, that leash is a dangly fun toy. That is super hard not to bite when you're that your puppy's age <laughs> okay they just want to do it it's super exciting they see this leash it's hanging in front of their face and it's moving around and they love movement they're movement magnets you might have heard me say that before so leash training can start soon yes but it doesn't need to start right away 
So, you know, you'll hear this little puppy saying, but mom, it looks so fun. And we know little puppy, that leash does look fun, but we'll work on some basic skills of how to have a leash attached and your puppy will not be biting it, etc. before we begin formal leash walking. So three, your young puppy likely has zero leash skills. That's right, zero. If I wanted you to start playing a super fun video game, would you want to start on level 10 or one? Me, I choose level one. Why? I can start out at the basic of most basic levels, learn how to play the game, how to win the game, how to be successful, and then because I am successful, it's way more fun for me. So then I can climb up the levels as I get better. This turns out to be a much more positive experience. So it goes with leash walking. Don't expect your new puppy to be at a level 10 with leash walking. For all they know, the leash is a toy. Right? We talked about that. So we start there. Level one, this is a leash. <laughs> Here's how we move around together with it attached to you and me. So because I want to set my puppy up for success, or any age dog for that matter, who's new to leash walking, I begin inside my home. We graduate to walking through different rooms in my house and around the furniture, between other people, etc. In my home, we work on greetings and all of those good things. Now, I typically start this work around week 11 because weeks one and two are full of house training, crate training, sit to say please, basic manners, and building a bond. And there is no rush or race to master leash walking. That comes in time, I promise. But what about exercise, you ask? I know some people are very concerned about, well, if I'm not taking my puppy on a walk, then how are they going to get exercise? Yes, exercise is important. But with these young puppies, they are really good, actually, at knowing when they need to run and play and when they need to sleep. So let them run and play in a private backyard or up and down your hallways after toys. Puppies need to move and play, but walking is not the only way to achieve that. It is better to let your young dog tell you when they need to move and let them rest when they need to rest. Okay, so my puppy is 11 plus weeks old. They know what a leash is. How do we begin walking? First of all, we have to have attention. Attention is key in puppy training and leash training is no different. First, find a food reward that is soft and easily chewable. I find that with these puppies, that if you give them crunchy treats like their kibble, then they stop and think about eating it. And I don't want that puppy to stop. I want that puppy to be moving as they eat their treat. So I often just use a dog food roll that's softer and I can slice it up and use little pinky sized pieces. It breaks off pretty easily. But that's a good treat to use. There's many others, but a soft, chewable treat is ideal. Now, I put about 20 to 30 pencil eraser size pieces or fingernail, pinky fingernail size pieces in my training pouch. And then you want to make sure that your puppy really does want to actually follow that treat. Are they really interested in it? So I like to take a treat, put it in my hand, put it on my puppy's nose and see if they'll move around in a circle or see if I can lure them into a sit or if I can lure them into a down with it. And if they're pretty attentive on what's in my hand, we're probably ready to start with the leash. So I take one of those treats, I set it on the ground, let my puppy eat it while I attach the leash. Then I feed them a second reward as soon as they finish the first to immediately bring their attention back to me, not on the dangling leash. And then we start walking. I'll take a step and feed my puppy as we move. I'll take two steps, feed another, three, feed another, and so on. See if you can work your way up to 10 steps between food rewards. You guys could try this right now. Get your puppy out, get a treat, see if they're motivated by it, set it on the ground, attach the leash. As soon as they finish the first treat, feed them a second one and start walking. And as you walk every step, 
add another step into the mix before feeding them again. And before you know it, you're walking 10, 20, 30 steps before that next reward comes. So inside, this is very doable with a young puppy and really good practice. You can start this again around 11 weeks because, you know, first two weeks we mentioned you're busy doing other things. But by week 11, you probably have some time and space in your brain to think about leash walking. So go ahead and start this indoors. Your puppy's still not fully vaccinated yet. So indoors really is the best space to start this. Now, when you stop, I lure my puppy into a sit, reward them. Then when I'm ready to go again, I say, let's go just to give them a heads up that I'm about to move. This is important because this leash is just a connection between me and my puppy. We don't want to use the leash to physically make our puppy go somewhere, if at all possible. We want to work together with mutual respect when that leash is attached. And so I use verbal cues to help my puppy know what I am about to do. We want our dogs to be very interested in how fast we're going, how slow we are going, which direction we are turning next. By keeping them guessing, you'll see their interest in you rise. And that's how we start leash training. Not too bad, right? Inside your house, in different rooms, around furniture. Help them sit when you stop and then note how quickly they no longer need your help. Don't believe me? After five to 10 times of luring them into a sit, just wait. I bet they sit on their own. As mentioned, the timing of this leash training works out well. Just as we complete the inside work, our puppies likely getting to their final vaccinations and we can then go outside to keep progressing through the levels of leash education. What types of walks do I take my dogs on? I love talking about this because there are several different ways that we can do leash walking and I have a favorite and we'll get to that one in just a minute. But there really are different types. Today I'm going to address three. First is a loose leash walk. This is what I just described. I use a four to six foot lightweight leash. I teach my dog they get rewarded for staying near my side, checking in with me and keeping that leash in a nice J loose shape. The important rule of leash training is never follow a pulling puppy. Just like a car, a loose leash means go, a tight leash engages the brakes. That's where we stop. I practice this with a young puppy as we go out for potty trips to get the mail back and forth inside my home, back and forth on my driveway or in my backyard. I keep sessions short and I mix play into it to keep it fun. Walking in a straight line is actually pretty boring to a puppy. <laughs> so make sure you give your puppy recess time to go play and be carefree. And then gradually we build time into how long they can focus on a walk. A lot of that just comes with maturity and time. The next type of walk you often hear about is a heel walk. This is more strict than a let's go walk. My dog tucks in closer to me and keeps their head near my left heel. You can choose either side. In fact, I teach my dogs to walk on both sides because I often need them to switch sides when we approach another dog on leash. But to start out with, choose a side and help your puppy be successful before moving on to harder levels. There are many different ways someone might use a heel walk. Typically, I only use this for short amounts of time as it takes a lot of focus and is only necessary when we are walking through a store or in a crowded area or on a busy sidewalk. It is a useful skill, but one I use only when needed, really. Let's get to my favorite type of walk. This is called a go sniff walk, and I'm pretty sure it is my dog's favorite too. Once your dog is fully vaccinated, it really does open up the world and where you can go with your dog. And this go sniff walk is awesome. This type of walk is where we can move about with our dog in a more relaxed setting. We can let go of our feelings to control everything. That's right, isn't that great? You can let go of the need to control your dog. 
It is a fabulous filling. You use a long leash, typically 15 foot works well, and let your dog go sniff as you walk along. Every so often, I encourage them to check in, pay them well, because if you do that, then they'll come check in again. And then we let them go sniff right away. So they come, check in, okay, go sniff, and we keep moving. Soon your dog will be checking in on their own because it's worth it to them and they know they get to go back to sniffing. This type of adventure lets a dog be a dog. Sniffing is a natural way to relax a dog. So if you have a puppy who gets reactive on leash, meaning they might get really excited to see another dog or maybe kind of nervous to see someone else or they're pulling or lunging or barking on their leash, take that stress off. Put them on a longer line. Go to a more open area. Find a park where you can create distance away from whatever they're being reactive about and let them just sniff. Now, the rules apply as far as pulling, right? We never follow a pulling puppy, but because you have more line, you can move about more freely and cue your puppy back to you before they feel tension on the leash. You can drop the line if you're at a park and move into a game of fetch or frisbee easily. This is a sure way to see your puppy's stress levels decrease. Their mouths will open up, their tongues will start to hang out, their tail will start to move in really happy ways. I highly, highly encourage you to give this one a try. And there you have it, a few tips and tricks to help you with leash walking. This takes time, a lot of patience and practice, but be consistent with your dedication to never follow a pulling puppy and you will see things improve. Change directions often, keep your puppy guessing as to what you are going to do next and watch their desire to pay attention to you increase. Keep sessions short and nix in recess to keep it fun. Allow sniffing when possible to naturally relax your dog. You guys can do this. Keep it up. I know you're doing great work. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site baxterandbella.com to contact me. 